Welcome to the Lee Sloan Podcast. I believe that ideas and conversations have consequences, consequences that impact generations to come. Thanks for joining me today. Together, let's be brave enough to think, brave enough to feel, brave enough to change the world, one brave conversation at a time. We are coming to the end of our four-part conversation with our men's panel. In this segment, we talk about the politics of sexual issues. I begin by asking how the Me Too movement has affected them as men. I feel like there's not a set thing as to why, uh, as to um, male and female interaction. I feel like it needs to be more streamlined, like this is appropriate behavior, this isn't. And the Me Too movement, I'm glad because a lot of men, uh, men with power, have been misusing their influence and power and taking advantage of women that have good intentions to, you know, wealth being the high thing that we were talking about, highly um, valued in this culture. And uh, if I do this, I will be wealthy. And it, it hurts that women would have to do that. And pro- men too, because I've actually heard a lot of testimonies of men that had to do favors in order mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get higher up in, mm-hmm. in the hierarchy. And so I feel like the more we talk about it, the more things, you know, will change. And so I think it's been hijacked. I think the movement has been hijacked by, by, <laughs> like most movements get. Um, I, I have four daughters, and I just remember you've probably seen on Facebook that where they had this piece of paper, and it was written on there, and it said, um, don't tell your daughters not to wear certain things and stuff like that. Uh, instead, teach your sons not to assault mm. women or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I can teach my children, I can teach my sons all day long. Mm-hmm. But the other millions of people out there, I'm not going to trust them to teach their sons <laughs> yeah. not to assault my daughters. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach right. my daughters to be aware and not to go to bars and get drunk and wear <laughs> skimpy clothes. Right. I'm going to teach them morals and values. Come right. on. Right. Um, and so when the Me Too movement first came out, I had a lot of discussions with people about it. Like, my opinion on it, I speak as a single, um, as an as a engaged but unmarried man with no kids who... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not terribly politically inclined, and in that I, I don't scour. I don't have a Facebook. I don't scour mm. the news very much. Mm. I, I have probably it, it's probably a really lukewarm opinion on the movement itself. But mm. I think if you do something terrible to someone that violates them, then that is wrong, mm. and that you should therefore be accountable, accountable for what you did that was wrong. Mm. And I think that if you if you also other side of the fence, if you lie about something for whatever reason, that is wrong. That is also a thing that is mm-hmm. wrong and, yes. and reprehensible. I think that if you do something that is wrong, then you should be, it should be brought to light that you must be made accountable and then amends must be made. I think that a movement can be good. Mm-hmm. I think that a witch hunt is a bad thing. Right. Now, I, I'm saying many of the people, I mean, this, these things have happened. You know, right. We've seen the news. These are mm-hmm. people who've done terrible things. And what I'm worried about is something as ubiquitous as a an actual hashtag mm-hmm. being the spearhead right. for that. Exactly. Um, just because it seems to be very digestible, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that accountability is absolutely important, but I feel like I feel like it's a, not being very media inclined. I feel like using it in the form of a hashtag, something that's so easy just to hop onto. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's not enough of a parameter mm-hmm. just to def- 
define the situation, if that makes any sense, mm -hmm. kind of where I'm going with this. I just wonder if, I wonder if it, if it has kind of grown past being a hashtag or, you know, if it's, it's a movement now, of course, but I, I just hope it doesn't become, is trendy the word I'm looking for? Oh I, yeah, it's definitely, I don't want to the goal is to be trendy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, in a sense, right. to trend. Well, I think right. it should be a priority yeah. to keep people accountable without making it trendy mm -hmm. to to point a finger I, around. To now point you, the finger, that's, yeah. the, that's the key. Yeah, this yeah. is the thing, because th this is so easy to do. Right. And um, you asked about, if that makes sense, kind right. of where I'm coming from. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you and asked about... I should also say, I, I, yeah. I am super glad that the Me Too movement started. Yeah. I think it's right. got mm -hmm. some incredibly yes. beneficial mm -hmm. things happening because right. of it. And have men, do, have men done this? Uh, sure used to, so. I'm sure too. people have used the hashtag Me Too. I don't know that I would. I, I have it myself. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. No. I mean, I've just never been mm -hmm. a victim of sexual assault mm -hmm. or anything mm -hmm. like that. But... I'm just, I, you know, what's my view on it? It's mixed. I mean, it's a movement, sure. But I think sexual harassment, sexual assault, rape, um, all these things are uh, a problem in our culture. Uh, they, they've hurt a lot of people, and that's what the Me Too movement was getting to. Um, and it's, it's really complicated, I guess. I think... For me, um, just as a man, as a Christian man, uh, I'm not going out to hook up with chicks, right. you know, um, so I don't, you know, and our ideal of consent is, is, is indifferent in the sense that we believe sex is in a covenant of marriage, right. Right. That's easy. you know, <laughs> right. and, but, uh, so for us, sometimes the conversation is a little different because we are having conversations of modesty right. and, um, you know, what are, uh, roles for men and women in dating, but the culture, the broader culture itself is, is not there. It's not going to be there. Um, so how we navigate that is going to be difficult as the church because it could sound like we may be missing the point and we should just make our uh, notions really clear. Uh, like uh, this movement for how women dress um, is something that a lot of feminists have been complaining along for a long time that, hey, just because I wear whatever doesn't mean that someone should attack me, right. Right. Um, which is true. Um, and, and I agree because... It's not like rape got invented 40 years ago when short shorts were invented. <laughs> right. You know, right. they've existed. It's existed forever. Right. Um, but the, so we have to figure out how we as a church view this. Um, we, we, have, we just need to make a very clear stance on how we see sex and marriage. Mm -hmm. um, and also always um, just like trying to be um, people who uh, love the truth but also love victims. And it's mm -hmm. so hard because... Um, you know, I was reading a story on just like things, how long it takes for rape kits to be uh, tested, right. um, how these cases get um, prosecu prosecuted or don't. Mm -hmm. And it's really complex, actually. Uh, the movement doesn't go into some of the complexities on how court cases work and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I think we as a church need to, uh, I think this is an opportunity for us to have a, a counter argument for what sex can be. Mm -hmm. um, and for what dating can be, mm -hmm. um, because there is a lot of, um, and, uh, I want to say, I think there's just people trying to figure out how this works. Yeah. We were just talking about this. You, you asked about how it's affected dating. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson said that every action is measured by the sentiment from which it proceeds. Uh, I, I work in healthcare. I work with patients, mm -hmm. and I, I work in coaching. Um, I, I work in physical coaching. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the most important things I've learned, and I think this plays right in what you're saying about your intention is, well, where's your heart? Right. Where's your mind? Where's your heart? What's your intention here? Because 
if you know where you're proceeding from, at least in light of the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. I think there, that as a man or a, or a woman, you can really proceed with more confidence knowing, hey, I know where my heart's at, so if there's a misunderstanding, I know it was that. Right. You know, and go, right. can you look at yourself in the mirror and go, no, if, if there was a, a, a small misunderstanding, that can be that can be opened up and talked about. But if you check yourself in the morning, you, you know where you sit. You know, you're, if you're not looking up and down and left and right because you've, you've taken care of your wandering eyes and, right. and your mind is not poisoned mm-hmm. by, by the porn we were talking about, by the, by the culture that says you should see this everywhere, mm-hmm. if, you've got, if you've got a beat on your own pulse spiritually and, and physically and emotionally, I think that sets you up for... I mean, it's a hot button topic, and it's a, it's kind of, it, it's it's out there right now. But it does set you up for a little more confidence in interacting right. with mm-hmm. saying hello to a young woman. You yeah. might, we do, you know what? Your shoes look great. Those you are great know, shoes. I, I don't Without, think uh, I don't think dating's really had an impact. So, no. for if you're not in the activist world, the Me Too movement seems like out of left field. If you've been in the activist world for a long time, this is. 20, 30 years in the making. And so these conversations on consent and stuff, we were having 10 years ago. And now the culture is sort of like, oh, what is this this thing (laughs) that everyone's talking about? So in left liberal politics, this has been something people have been talking about for years Mm -hmm. and having these conversations. Um, I once dated a girl six years ago. How old am I? It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Six years ago, she worked for um, Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. And like they would have these teachings all the time on consent and what all this stuff meant. And it's kind of caught up now and people are discussing it. Like, And it's interesting. I would say, I mean, the rest of the world is extreme. The rest of America is extremely sexualized, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I've, like, as a male who was not a Christian at one point in dating and, right. like, very activist liberal circles, I've never had a problem dating or approaching women, right. ever. Right, because I think there might be a perception, and I've heard this from some media sources, yeah. like, "Oh, men yeah. can't even approach women." Yeah. I've never had that trouble in my life, ever, ever, ever. So I just think I, I've lived in two different worlds, just because yeah. of my yeah. conversion uh, as, as a Christian from an atheist or whatever. Um, but I don't, I don't think there's really been an impact on dating. I think that aspect of it's being overblown here. Not to say that this well, is there. Is there a law in California that says you have to? say at each point of consent like every uh, I don't five, know 10 that, minutes yeah. or whatever right. I don't like know if that is, is but yeah. I know um well I wanted to take a little pause right here and give you some more information around what I just said I wasn't fully aware of what was going on in California exactly I just heard a few things about it so I invited Dan to come and do a little research for me he's our fact checker to find out what was really up with what's happening in California In 2014, the state of California passed SB 967, which stated that for universities to receive public funding, they must have a policy for sexual assault and dating violence that has what they call an affirmative consent standard. The definition of affirmative consent means affirmative, conscious, and voluntary agreement to engage in sexual activity, further specifying that each party must ensure that ongoing consent exists and that lack of resistance or lack of protest does not constitute consent. And just a reminder, this is governing university policy in the state of California. It does not affect criminal prosecutions for sexual assault. In In the... Parenting realm, I think this brings up some valid conversations because teenagers, especially 
in high school are being pressured. Let's party. This mm -hmm. weekends are about parties. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you how toxic party is. You get men are out there mm -hmm. wanting girls to get yeah. intoxicated to yeah. the point of yeah. you know non cognizance. Right. And mm -hmm. so from there, that's consent. She's not saying mm -hmm. no. And I'm telling you, yeah. it is so commonplace. I, yeah. I have too many recollections of individuals yeah. taking advantage of women right. that are inebriated. Yeah, and that's a problem. And, and, I, and that's so part of what the Me Too movement yeah. was. Right. Because I, I, you know, I was, this girl was dating, and I can get even more personal if you want to hear so many mm -hmm. stories. But just like, you know, um, we were, oh gosh, just like how people have sexual relations is different in real life. Mm -hmm. And even though we were both like liberal activists, woo, yeah, mm -hmm. consent, da, da, da. Like we weren't like, oh, do you want me to do this now or this? <laughs> That's not how it works. That never happened. I remember yeah. when we like talked about that later because we were having this conversation like, oh, but, you know, what do you think of this? And I was like, I don't know. It's just like, it's really, really complex. But the reason why this consent movement, all this stuff has started is because there was a problem with people like, taking a drunk girl home mm -hmm. right. um and i don't know like it's really hard because we just have to understand where they're coming from and once again have a counter argument mm -hmm. we the church mm -hmm. are seeing that it's much more better than this this is not going to yeah. lead you to life yeah. right. it's not going to lead you to peace this right. puts you in bad situations right. um <laughs> i mean if people are following jesus you don't need um right some of these issues that come up, but we live right. in a fallen world. Right. And so right. this is the reality. Right. We have, we don't have a good argument. Right. We don't have a catchy hashtag. <laughs> we don't have a, a, like a solid way to explain complex theologic, theological practices and spiritual di uh, disciplines in a way that can relate to people. Um, and we're just missing there. There's so much the church can do at this mm -hmm. moment here. Mm -hmm. um, because at the moment, the culture has won, whatever that means, Right. Um, we are far behind in having a good message. Mm -hmm. And it, it, we have to understand what's actually being sent. Because mm -hmm. my fear is, for a lot of Christians, especially conservative Christians, when I say conservative, I mean mm -hmm. politically conservative, because my theology is conservative, mm -hmm. um, is that there's, I listen to Christian media sometimes, mm -hmm. or people like Ben Shapiro, mm -hmm. or um, yeah. I don't know who else there. Ben Shapiro. Really. Ben Shapiro, yeah. Ben Shapiro 1, Ben Shapiro 2. It's all the same. It doesn't matter. Right? He's an Orthodox Jew. Yeah, he's an Orthodox Jew. But I think he follows a lot into this sort of Christians will listen to Ben, or, uh, ben yeah. Shapiro a lot. Absolutely. And um, it can feel like in conservative media that they're not getting the point at all. Um, and so it skews a lot of what people's thinking is because there's Ben Shapiro, um, which I've listened to before. I think he's a really smart guy. He comes from the same political world I come from. We make arguments to get legislation passed to get mm -hmm. certain things passed and culture passed it's part of the the horrible game it is i played mm -hmm. it for a long yeah. time um so it's just something to be aware of um I, i'm really that's why i don't belong to a political party mm -hmm. and i wouldn't even put myself in liberal conservative because um i just want to listen to what people are saying and i mm -hmm. feel like what i've been hearing from certain christian circles is not actually what the other side's saying um, and then we can't actually make a real argument because if you don't understand what the other side's arguing, then how do you make a counter argument? And the church should do that. We need to mm -hmm. make it really clear on what we believe in in sex and how that works between men and women. Right. Well, we we're we're not following our own biblical advice, I guess, which is sex in, in marriage. marriage. Yeah. We're not really even doing that. Yeah. I mean, that Christians don't anymore. even do that to begin so with. It's, so. so it's like, yeah. So are we really taking our cues from the Bible or, and if we did, we should be above reproach yeah. in this area of yeah. Me Too. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, 
I mean, if we had, yeah, no, I think it's a high bar, but it's it's, bar, yeah. it's there. It's not yes. really, it's not really <laughs> that high. You have yeah. sex with your wife. It You're seems good to go. like oh, it seems no, no. like it should with be that high. With all the but... pressures that are coming from outside sources, it's like, how am I going to attain the woman that actually has my eyes? Right. If if she's for that and I'm right. not, you if know? if forty year old virgin is being mocked right. in yeah. our culture, <laughs> right. you know yeah. right. that's that's yeah. a that's real a thing, especially pure, for men. I mean, yeah. I would think Purity it's more shameful for men to be a virgin than it would be right. for women. Oh, you yeah. haven't no, that's you haven't so true. You yeah. haven't yeah. had sex. Yeah. You're Are you gay? Right. Are you exactly. gay? Exactly. <laughs> but you know, I think that comes back to teaching people not to care what people think because you know when I was a virgin until I was twenty five. And I didn't have any problem. My, my friends would call me wuss. And I'm like, well, how's it feel to, to, to know that I can take you down in the ring and I'm a wuss? <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, that's good. That's uh, one good. question. Um, were you homeschooled? I was. You can that, tell, right? My life still right? No, no, no. No, 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 it's not so much that. It's if you're in public schools, it's that, but 50,000 times more. Right. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have pressures from all sources. Your the, your sex education is not teaching that. Your sex education is telling you that you can do whatever you want. Just wear a condom, you'll be all right. Condoms yeah. break, and and it's it, there's yeah. so much that well, isn't taught. That's why I'm talking about coming back to the idea of um, the most important thing I can instill in my kids. Even if you know they're right now they're homeschooled. If they ever go to school, if I can instill this, you don't have to do things based on what other people think, right. then that's the, that's the yeah. strongest foundation I can give them. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. And Good it's very that. American, really. <laughs> I mean, it's, we, we wanted to be independent, right? We want right. to be individuals, and that's something that we can all share, I think, as a culture. Yeah. Um, but I will say, a lot of the times you can instill, and you could pour into your children, and then they, they really have affections for someone who does not care for them. Yeah. And then they take them to places that they would... Or know, we yeah. take ourselves there exactly. as well. You know, because, I mean, we went, we talked about sex kind of earlier. It just keeps coming back to that. Right. I mean, look at us. We're obsessed with sex, you know? <laughs> we are men. Yeah, we are men. That's true. But it's just that thing, like... I mean, I, I've said this um, just talking to people. I will meet really good Christians in so many areas, you know? Right. But they're sleeping with their boyfriend or, or girlfriend. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's just, it's so hard. And that's easy for me. I'm not dating anyone right now. Mm -hmm. So I can be like, yeah, of course I'm not. <laughs> like, no, I don't, like, it's hard. And a yeah. lot of people fall into that over and over and over and over right. and over. Right. Um, and I think, especially if you grew up in a church, you know. Mm -hmm. You oh, yeah. know. Um, and people still do. It's like, And they don't yeah. talk about it. It's just kind of yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. You're great in all these, except that one thing. Yeah, except right. that one thing. thing. Because it's just and a it's strong so force, yeah. It's really hard. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, my mom was like, "Don't have sex, you know, for marriage," because she is a or is a Christian and tried to raise us in a church, and I wasn't even interested. Um, but like, she taught, she told me that over and over and over. And I mean, I had a kid out of wedlock. I mean, I wasn't married, right? You know, so because mm -hmm. yeah. I was like lurking, looking, you know, <laughs> every chance I got, I was that guy. So. Yeah. Man, this has been an amazing discussion. I really, really enjoyed this. I hope you guys did too. Yeah. I, I, I love the way you guys are able to lean into some of the disagreement. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good, healthy place. And um, I want to see more of that in our mm -hmm. culture where we just, we're not just hedging around the edges of this and mm -hmm. reading, secretly reading other people's Facebook posts and <laughs> going, oh, I don't know how they could be that way, and, but right. never talking about it, you know, yeah. so.
One of the things we discussed in this segment was actually that one of the men in this group had a struggle with trauma from being sexually harassed by a woman. Now, this was it was such a sensitive thing that we ended up taking it out of the segment, but but it was a powerful testament to the fact that men can also be Me Too victims as well as us women. Now, I realize that a lot of these topics that we've been discussing over the last four or maybe even six sessions have been pretty intense and pretty personal. And so I want to say just from our Brave Conversations team, we really want to encourage you, those of you who may be facing sexual struggles or relational struggles, um, anything of the sort, a lot of times we end up wanting to keep those things to ourselves, but we really hope and pray that you won't be afraid to reach out, to find a safe person to talk with. We really believe that as humans, we all need connection, so don't try to do it alone. And until next time, keep having those brave conversations. Conversations.